everybody, this is Anne Plusky here and I'm making this wee video in uh, my back room in my home here in Derry. Um, I work as a, as a GP locally and this may be a bit incoherent in kind of stream of consciousness but it's because I'm, I'm really upset and angry and distraught wouldn't be too strong a word. I've just come in from a, a shift in the out of hours GP centre. I worked until midnight last night. And I worked again from 8 o'clock this morning until 12 o'clock. And during that time, I dealt with very many sick, distressed, worried, um, traumatised people. Almost all of them, with the exception of small children, have been double jabbed. They've had two injections of an experimental genetic therapy. Um, having been advised in some cases, but in other cases coerced, bribed, or bullied uh, because of removal of their human rights and basic privileges, such as to travel or to meet with their friends and family. Um, so they've accepted these things in good faith. Very many of them. I mean, I saw very little else this morning. Um, this time last year, I've been working since the beginning of this, this COVID crisis. I retired as a GP. Um, two years ago and I went back to work at the big, in April of last year and this time last year there was nothing happening I mean nothing this year it's different the hospitals are full and our place the out of ours is, is jammed with people who are testing positive for for uh, in the PCR test and yet who had two doses of injections the other thing I am seeing in increasing numbers and it's so distressful to even think about it because I know that they're coming after the children next. But I'm seeing young people, healthy, previously fit young people who are damaged. God forbid that it's irreparably. But uh, I saw a girl this week who had a clot in, in her upper arm, a teenager. I have, in 40 years in medicine, I have never, ever seen an upper arm, upper arm clot in a healthy young person. But worse, she was told by... <coughs> The, the consultant at the hospital, and by her own doctor. Oh, no, no, no. This is nothing to do with the fact that it happened the first the first week after your second injection. No, no, you, you must have hurt yourself at the gym. This girl's fit and slim and healthy and active. I saw this morning, or rather I spoke to, a young man who has been unable to get out of bed now for two weeks since taking his, his injection. Again, told by a GP whom he trusts that, oh, that's it working. You're going to set up a really good immune response. The fact that you're absolutely floored and can't get on with your normal life is normal after an immunization. This is a lie. In between, I spoke to people. I spoke to a woman who's caring for her mother in her 90s and a brother who has uh, a trisomy and a Down syndrome. And Although she understands that this is largely, largely illusory, this whole um, hype has largely been a, a figment, figment of, of, of the media and the government and their lying scientific advisors' um, deceptions, she took the two jags for the sake of the people she loves, for her mother who's in her 90s and for her brother who has Down syndrome, and she is sick. She's not well. People have no expectation of help. 
I, last week, was the only GP covering uh, Derry, Limavady, Strabane, right down as far as Oma, Newton Stewart, Castledare, for large parts of Sunday. Um, it's not good enough. Our NHS is being dismantled. It's not overwhelmed. It's being dismantled in front of our eyes. Um, the GPs don't seem to be available to work in the out-of-hour centre. I hear that they are busy elsewhere. And I am not sleeping at night worried about what these injections are doing because they're certainly not improving the health and well-being of the community that I am proud and privileged to serve. We've been at this for a year now, those of us who see and look at the data, look at the real-world data, not the computer models generated by people who are bought and sold by billionaires and trillionaires and people who have massive conflicts of interest in the outcomes of all of this. We who look at real-world data and have been studying this from the beginning can see that this is not about health. These injections are doing real harm. They are certainly not providing any visible protection for people. And they are still in clinical trials for another two years. They are unlicensed and unapproved. They have emergency youth authorization on the premise of the false assumption that there are no other treatments available uh, for COVID. And I've been reading the molecular biology around these things and it is chilling to understand at subcellular level the potential harms they may have. Now, I hope I am wrong. I sincerely hope I am wrong because we know that there are millions, millions of our fellow humans who have already subjected themselves to this um, therapy in good faith. You know, people who, who are decent, good people and who want to look after their communities and they've been lied to. And I sincerely hope that our worst fears are not going to be fulfilled. But this must stop. And as I say, we have been arguing for a year. We've been doing stuff on social media. We've been having rallies and protests. And they, they make us feel good, but they're not changing anything. We need to get into these communities and we need to stop this. We need to get the information out. People are being harmed and people are dying. If you look at the MHRA data, and the, the, it's not being analysed at all. There's over 1,500 deaths so far in the UK. And I'm telling you, I filled out four MHRA yellow card forms this morning. And I don't, I think that's probably, it's difficult to know, but I, I have never spoken to another doctor locally who even knows how to do it. And they're difficult to fill out. It takes 10 to 15 minutes. They are incredibly complicated and I would contend deliberately difficult to, 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 to fill out uh, uh, it, it, and it's a very frustrating and, and slow process, even when, when you've been doing them fairly regularly, as I have. So I want you to share this video. I want to be wrong. I want to be the conspiracy theorist that people say I am. But I said a year ago publicly in my hometown that these people wanted to vaccinate the 7.8 billion people on this planet. I was told that, I said that they were going to not let us out of lockdowns and not let us have our lives back again until that was achieved. I was called a lunatic. Uh, I was called a fantasist. I was called a tinfoil hat wearer by none other than our esteemed health minister. But 
everything I said, unfortunately, has come true. I want to be wrong. I would cheerfully deal with the ridicule and the opprobrium for the rest of my days. It wouldn't bother me. And I would take one of these vaccines, in fact, all four or whatever number of them are, I would take one every hour on the hour in all my four limbs if they would leave our children alone. I want you to talk to people. I want you to inform yourselves. I want you to understand that the only people standing between psychopathy and our beautiful children and young people are the adults. It's us who have to act. And I'm not talking about rallies and I'm not talking about bitching on social media about what's going on and about one another. I'm talking about getting out there. I have leaflets available. I'm going to get uh, posters made like, like the, the David Clues has in England to stand at traffic junctions and let people see that these injections are killing people, they are harming people, they are not preventing sickness and they are not about health. Now, I haven't written the playbook for what is going on but I know it's malevolent and I know that it must be stopped and if we don't stop it, who's going to?